Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Happy Saturday or whatever day you just happen to be listening to this podcast. Uh, this is the Northside Sox podcast, episode 16 now or 17. I don't know. I've lost count. We've done so many of these. Anyway, I'm Janice Scurrio. With me, as always, is the inimitable Sam Sherman. Uh, this is a very special episode. Well, every episode we have is special. But no, no, this, this episode is like special, special, uh, because uh, we have our first player uh, on the show. Uh, we've got DJ Gladney. Uh, so he is a 19-year-old. Your, your birthday is coming up, though. You're going to be 20 soon. Uh, he's a third, yeah, a third baseman in the White Sox organization. Uh, so super cool because he's from Chicago. Uh, he's a homegrown guy. So uh, yeah, he was drafted by the White Sox in the 16th round of the 2019 MLB draft uh, out of Ileana Christian High School in Lansing. Uh, but uh, yeah, DJ, how are you? Uh, what's going on? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Another day. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so he's also an alum of the ACE program uh, run by the White Sox. Uh, so essentially, uh, one of the goals of the ACE program is reversing and correcting the trend of reduced participation by African-Americans in baseball. Uh, so super cool that they're doing that. Uh, yeah. So, DJ, uh, can you speak a little bit about the ACE program, kind of like how they helped you to get to where you are right now? No, definitely. Uh, ACE is a big deal. Um, without them, I definitely do not know what I would probably be doing right now. They definitely took a big toll in my life. Um, with that being said, they also gave me, like, you know, good outlooks and people coming to see me and giving me attention, you know, just getting me out of, the, like, the nonsense of the violence in the city and just helped me grow as an individual and just getting my name out there and stuff. 
Awesome. Awesome. Let's see here. Um, yeah, so you've got a really super cool story. Uh, so just look, reading up on you, I see that, you know, you've got um, excellent bat speed. Uh, you've been drawing walks a lot. You've been getting on base, just kind of looking at your numbers. Uh, but otherwise, say, uh, what kind of player would you say you are uh, with the glove, with the bat? Uh, so, so give me kind of a, scout, a scouting report of, like, what kind of player you think you are? Uh, right now, I think I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting there with the glove, definitely. So. I'm more of a, a fast-moving guy, but quiet at the same time. Like, you know, I'll be quiet the whole game, but I'll actually I have some, like, make three good plays in the, at third base, like a bunch of diving plays, you know. But I'm definitely a fast-moving guy. Uh, DJ, what was it, you know, obviously last season, the minor league season, uh, not having happened due to the pandemic, uh, what's it like to be back out there playing, you know, playing games um, after after that break? Uh, honestly, it's kind of weird. At first, it was weird, you know, not having a whole year off. It was just very long. Most I've ever taken a baseball off. But now it's just, you know, more so getting my feet back wet and, you know, just getting in the rhythm of things, which I'm starting to now. You know, I'm starting to get back into the baseball shape. But at first, it was kind of slow, kind of weird. But glad that we're back getting up. There's, uh, I feel like everybody during that time, during lockdown, kind of, or some people kind of took on new hobbies or, or started watching a new show or something like that. Was there anything that with all that, that kind of time that you had that you, uh, that you started or that you, you got into? Yeah. Um, so I did, I did a lot of gaming. I know probably a lot of people probably did that, but I also got into uh, music making, like rapping, making beats. So that was just something I kind of picked up, you know, as soon as I got home, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy myself a studio. Let me just see what I can do with it. So that's what I've been doing since what like december november around that time oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah what, what games Pretty have you been playing uh right now i'm stuck on mortal Kombat. i'm trying to get the hang of that that's but a really that, hard game yeah no it, it, yeah, it really <laughs> is and it's the new one too so you know i don't really have enough time to like get into the groove of this so i'm just trying to catch up with everybody else but other than that it's just like fortnite but mainly Mortal Kombat. Who's your Who's your go to character in Mortal Kombat? Because I'm, I'm a big yeah, fan as well. You got You got to have Scorpion, of course. <laughs> that's 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 my go to every every day. That's probably my character too. I'm just kind of spamming the spear move. Uh, oh. but, yeah, the, my my friends yeah. tend to yell at me when I do that too much. But. <laughs> Teleport spear move every day. I was gonna say I I haven't played in a long time, but my friends, anytime I do play, I'll always like beat them. But I have no like no strategy. I'm just button no mashing. Strategy. Just just press buttons and teleport. And they get mad, and I'm like, well, I mean, it worked. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't get mad. I beat you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, essentially, all you really need to have to do is learn how to counter moves, and as soon as you get there, just just know how to execute your fatalities. So that that's yeah. pretty much like how pretty any, much. anyone ever cares about. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> that's that's all you need. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I think it's really cool that you're into music, too. Um, I, I actually used to make beats, like, way back in the day. It's really hard. Uh, so are there any programs that you use, anything that you uh, prefer when you're making your beats? Um. I know a lot of my friends use, uh, what's it, Fruity Loops. I'm not really into that. I don't really have a, a Mac. I have a Dell. Right now, I'm just using Pro Tools. I'm still trying to figure out the basics. But right now, I'm just into the, the rapping, making lyrics part. Uh, 
I'm getting there. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, do do you like rap about baseball at all? I, you know, I do. I do um, put a couple like puns in there or like baseball terms in there. So I do try to like hint that I play baseball in some of my lyrics just to keep it, you know, real. <laughs> Um, do you think that, uh, have you released anything yet or is it kind of, or you're just kind of working, working on putting it no, together now? There is a, there are a couple of songs I have released on YouTube. Probably if you just looked up my name, you'll probably see it. But a lot of my stuff right now is like me working on probably release, release some more when I get back from uh, season. So it's just a thing in the process right now. Oh, awesome. Okay. I'll, I'll definitely have uh, some homework to do. I will look at your YouTube videos and uh, we'll, we'll probably like even just post them uh, in the, the article that accompanies this interview too, just so we Absolutely. can get your oh, name yeah, even, you. even, even further out there. Yeah, so by the, <laughs> by the end of this podcast, uh, people will get to know both DJ Gladney, the rapper and the baseball player. So yes, <laughs> yeah, that's, hey, I appreciate that. Awesome. Um, yeah, so we kind of know what kind of a, a player you are, but uh, as to uh, say what kind of person you are, say if, if you could like just say like attest to your personality, say, say what are you like on the field? What are you like off the field? Anybody that knows me and been around me for what, two or three years, they know I'm just a to myself person. I go to the field, I do what I got to do, and then I stay in the room all night. I'm just, that's just me every day. Like, I don't, I don't go out. I don't go, you know, out to eat. I just stay in the room, wake up, go to the field, play, and then come back. So I'm just kind of my, my, to myself kind of guy, just a quiet person all around. I'm kind of the same way. I'm, I'm pretty introverted myself. Um, so I, I can, can completely, if I, if I was in your shoes, I'd be like, yeah, I just want to go home. I just want to play some Mortal Kombat and just keep to yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially being at the field for six plus hours, you know, just want to relax, play the game, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that goes on to uh, my next question. Uh, so, what was my next question? It, it, it was semi-related to that. Um, oh, yeah. So, 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 so what, what is your day-to-day routine like? So I say, what is a day in the life of DJ Gladney? Well, I'm going to go based off this week since we're away. Um, so I'm at the hotel. Uh, and it's actually pretty nice. It's a nice hotel. So I wake up around, I don't know, 11, 11.40, get breakfast. Uh, I've been ordering from this the spot around the corner is pretty good. It's a nice breakfast place. Eat that for about an hour, relax, get on the phone with my parents, my girlfriend, um, get on the bus around 2.45, get there, eat another sandwich or two because I've been whistling around, so I'm hungry again. Uh, get dressed around 4 o'clock-ish. Uh, it's about hitting time. So, um, I get in there, take a couple of swings off the off the coaches' pitching machine, whatever they have up there for that day. Come back in, read the lineup card, see what time stretches, see if I'm playing. Uh, relax for a couple minutes, talk with teammates about the game, things that happen, just you know anything. Uh, get dressed for practice, which is usually around four fifty ish five. So we have a full practice, ground balls, batting practice, all of that. And that usually lasts about 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Uh, 
And after that is game time, you know, pregame meal, usually Chick-fil-A. I've been Chick-fil-A for the past two days. I'm excited to see what it is today. But then after that, it's, it's 7 o'clock game. And then after that, go home. It's usually a typical day. How is it, um, you know, obviously being in the minor leagues or traveling a, a good amount, how, is, how have you sort of acclimated to um, being on the road a lot? Have, have, how, how does that kind of fit in with your personality? Um, honestly, it doesn't really bother me that I'm traveling because at the same time, I get to see different things. Like I like sightseeing, so I like to just look out the window and watch things. So honestly, it hasn't really bothered me. The only thing that really bothers me is just how long. Because after a while, I just get kind of bored seeing it. Other than that, it's fine. I'm not I'm not that bothered by it. Do you have a favorite road city in particular that you like to visit? Hmm. So far, not really. You've only been to three spots so far. But if I did have to say one, well, it would be Fayetteville. They have they have some nice so far. I would say Fayetteville, but we'll see it right in the summer. <laughs> definitely food is probably my biggest motivator when it comes to traveling uh, anywhere or even just like like the one thing that you can get me to motivate me to visit anywhere is just telling me that somewhere's got some good food uh, so so where you you're in Kannapolis right now is that right no I'm in um where I'm in Kingston right now oh okay all right yeah. Cool. So when it comes to, when it comes to like, I guess, food you've eaten, like say, say what, what, what are your favorite things that you've eaten around those areas? Um, Zaxby's. We don't have Zaxby's up in the Midwest. We have Kane, but it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say Zaxby's. Zaxby's is pretty good. I go to it usually every Monday on my off day. So yeah, I really like Zaxby's. I had Zaxby's, I think, once when I was, I don't remember what state I was in, but I was really impressed. I was like, yeah, oh, I wouldn't yeah. mind one of these up uh, <laughs> up in Chicago. No, I, I definitely heard a lot of talk about it, so I had to give it a try. <laughs> so uh, this this doesn't necessarily have to be food-related, but it can be anything in general. Uh, so is there anything that you miss in particular uh, about, about back home in Chicago? Uh... I just enjoy being around family and friends. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody would say that, you know, leaving is the hardest part. But I do enjoy coming home, family, just, you know, talking, laughing, going out with friends. But it's probably one of the main things that I really miss. And I I was curious about, like, um, in your experience so far in the White Sox organization, um, if there's been any sort of players that, um, or teammates, or just anyone that's reached out that you've kind of connected with, and um, whether that's you know players that in the at, at the major league level or different levels of the minor leagues, or just on your team right now that you sort of connected to, um, maybe from an early point or at any point throughout the process so far. Yeah, so um, uh, actually, where I work out is a lot of minor leaguers, just like me as well. So I'm always around different kind of you know minor leaguers even when I'm at home or even when I'm here so that kind of helps out too that I can just you know talk to somebody that plays at the same level as me get a background check on how they think so I kind of appreciate that especially there's not a lot of people that do what I do so I I kind of grateful for the opportunity that I have that and um as far as uh 
you know, the speaking of, I guess, the White Sox, the major at the major league level, they're you know they're having a pretty good year this year. Um, yeah. Do you do you have a chance to sort of? I mean, obviously, I'm sure that a lot of times that you're playing games is when they're playing games, and it might not be the easiest to kind of keep up to the keep up to date with yeah. them on a daily basis. But do you have a chance to kind of check out what they're doing sometimes? Yeah, after a game, I'll take a I'll take a glance on like Instagram or something. Like sometimes when I have a plan on the TV, was I'll sit up and watch. But yeah, I'll take a glance, and what they're doing is really exciting stuff. I'm excited to see how far they go. I think everybody is. This is kind of the first time in a long time that, you know, we had kind of a good record in baseball. So I know everybody's excited just to see what they do. So, yeah, I'll take a, a glance after the game, you know, just to see what they're doing. So, so uh, did you grow up a White Sox fan? Oh, of course. We can't go with the other side. That's, just, <laughs> that's not relevant. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um, did you have a favorite player growing up? I did. Um, he was a White Sox player, actually. His name was Alexei Ramirez. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you guys remember him. Oh, yeah. yeah he yeah. was my favorite player growing up. So, What did you like about him? I don't know. He was kind of quiet like me. He, I don't know. And at the time, I was a shortstop, too. So I just was watching him because he was a shortstop. And I just like how he played. He was fast. He played quiet. So, I don't know. I just, I just really enjoyed watching him. Given what you've said so far, I can definitely kind of see some parallels uh, between you and Alexei now. Uh, so do you ever expect to maybe take the mound as a position player pitching like Alexei did? <laughs> I don't know, but I'd definitely be down for it. I definitely <laughs> would. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I looked into uh, his pitching performances not too long ago for an article, and he actually has like a pretty nice pitch mix for being a position player. Uh, so whenever whenever anyone talks about Alexei, I'm like, yeah, he's he's definitely one of the best position player pitchers. Uh, I know that. The White Sox. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> is, is there a position um, that that you know obviously you're at third base now is there a position that you'd love to play at some point even if it may not be realistic that you just love to uh love to try out i want to try out shortstop i do you know i take uh round ball, ground balls at shortstop during vp because you know i used to play that in high school but i just wanted like if it was one game and they just put me a shortstop i would definitely want to try just to see how it is at this at this level because you know it's different in high school and travel ball you know Anybody can play shortstop, but I really want to see how challenging it is at this level. I uh, I played um, like one season of club baseball in college, so not quite you know not quite professional or minor league baseball anything like that. But um, the the first game I showed up and and the coach didn't know me at all, um, and he said. He's like, "What do you, you know, tell me what you're good at?" And I was like, "Not, not much of anything. I can maybe play, uh, you know, I can maybe play right field. I'm not very fast. I can't really hit." And for some reason, he he led me off in that game, and he put and he put me at shortstop. And I said to him, I'm like, "I'm like, I've never played shortstop in my life." And he's just like, "I think you'll be fine." And I think I made like four errors in the first inning. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was, it was a tough position. But I did, um, yeah. I did triple. I, I ran into a, a a fast first pitch fastball and I tripled in my first at bat and then I think I struck out in every at bat for the rest of the season because I had never seen a curveball before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like that sometimes. I get it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pitch recognition is is, is really hard. Just like, and, and I'm just saying that I, I've never played baseball before, but like, just I'm sure just the the eye training to like recognize like what pitch is coming has, has got to be just incredibly difficult. Oh yeah, it is. Very, <laughs> very. Yeah. So going back to uh, the current White Sox roster, so I was reading an article from two years ago about you, and so apparently uh, Andrew Vaughn had some very nice things to say about you, uh, and yeah. so this is exactly what he said. He said the hometown kid is killing it down there in the AZL. He's going to be something special. He's got some raw power. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, Vaughn himself is having a heck of a season. Uh, he had to learn a new position, uh, which I, I still am kind of, like, just, just astonished that he's doing. But, uh, yeah, uh, getting that sort of recognition from Andrew Vaughn uh, must have been pretty cool. No, yeah, it was. there's definitely something special to just, especially me coming out of high school and somebody with that kind of, experience seeing that in me, you know, kind of gave me a little booster. Because, you know, anybody, like, or, you know, like coaches, anybody can say, yeah, he's going to be something special. That's like a player saying that with experience and has some kind of, like, title under his belt saying that to me. It kind of gave me, like, kind of confident booster, made me want to do really good in this. So I kind of I appreciate him for that, doing that. So it, it seems like, you know, coming out of high school, like you did, it seems like to go from, from high school, right into, uh, right into the professional, you know, or, or professional organization like that, you'd have to be pretty patient just because I'm sure that the, the skill levels, it's a pretty big jump, right? Um, yeah. is that something that you kind of had to, had to work through? Or do you think you were pretty much like ready for that? Even just like the mentality um, of it. At first, when I first got down there, you know, I, I was kind of nervous because, you know, I didn't know what to expect. But once that first game, that first game hit, I actually kind of just fit right in. You know, my first at bat, I got a first hit, brought up the first pitch. And after that, I think I had a pretty solid day. So I, I kind of just fit in right in the group. You know, for me, I've been playing with older guys my entire life. So it wasn't really anything new to me. So, I mean, that kind of helps when you play when you're 13, playing with guys that are 16, 17. So you just blend right in. It doesn't even really bother you, phase you. So I kind of, kind of appreciate that I was able to play with older guys because in the end it helped me out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, I had a question about something that was uh, from an interview that you had a couple years ago, uh, as well as in the same interview where Andrew Vaughn had said some, said some nice things. But uh, you were asked, and I don't know if you remember this, but you were asked about um, what, who, who you think would, uh, who, who you'd want to play you to play DJ Gladney in a movie. Um, and, and I think, and you said that you'd actually play yourself um, or you, uh, you think that you'd, you'd play yourself. And I was wondering if, if, so that was a couple years ago. Do you think that that would, that, that stage the stay the same answer? Yeah. I definitely still want to play myself. Definitely. Got to. So, I like so that. Yeah. We got a triple threat. You're a rapper, an actor and a baseball player. So <laughs> yeah, you had to get the, and I don't think a lot of people can get the, I'm to myself kind of guy. You got, I'm a quiet person. You just got to be really quiet most of the day. But I definitely want to play myself. Um, you know, you, you, I don't, I don't mean to, you know, you, I don't mean to bait you into saying something here about the, uh, the, the team on the North side of Chicago, uh, but you did sort of say something earlier about, um, I don't know, about how you might feel about them. Um, you know, growing up in Chicago, being a White Sox fan, uh, there's, there's different kinds of fans out there, right? There's the Sox fans, 
who are White Sox fans and they hate the Cubs. There's Sox fans who are Sox fans and they don't really care about the Cubs. There's there's some people who are very strange who root for both the Sox and the Cubs. Um, yeah. but, but what kind of a fan uh, do you think you were? What kind of a White Sox fan do you think you were as it as it related to the Cubs, if no, at all? I'm a, I'm a I'm a good fan. I know I got a I got a couple of um, friends that play for the Cubs, and we're always talking about it. So you know, I just give them a little hard time a little bit, you know, because sure. it's just a rivalry thing. So I'm not that kind of a you know hater fan. I'll, I'll watch their games. They're they're a good team. You know, I got some good players, but you know, I I'll, I'll mess with my teammates and I'm a teammates, but my friends back at home just because you know it's a rivalry. And, you know, we we mess with each other a little bit, so. No, I love. I enjoy watching them play with them. So it's cool. It's all good. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of fun to be had, and some some good natured uh, uh, snark uh, being passed between friends, and and I'm I'm sure teammates too. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can tell you though that that um, I'm sure you've already you've already felt this in some way, but you know, just your story and and especially being a White Sox fan, um, growing up that way. I think Sox fans really really. Uh, um, you know, feel very strongly and really, really root for, uh, you know, root for like kind of the homegrown talent like that. And I think that's something that, um, that I'm sure you've probably seen a little bit already. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of recognition from, um, just being a hometown guy. You know, I kind of like it. You know, everybody got a lot of recognition, but, you know, just trying to stay humble with all of this, you know, that you can disappear just like that. So I'm just grateful for the opportunities. Well, um, Janice, did you have any other uh, any other questions for DJ here? Um, at this point, uh, I, I'm just like still like pretty amazed at how cool you are. I mean, yeah. I already knew that you were cool, but like just to getting to talk to you is is, is has has just been really awesome. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for taking the time uh, in your in your busy life uh, to come and uh, chat with us. And we'll certainly be sure to promote your your work uh, on Southside Socks, of course. And uh, yeah, hopefully in the future we can check back in with you and you can give us any updates on. Uh, just how things are going, uh, your your rap career, uh, say who you're playing next in Mortal Kombat. So. Possible acting career, we'll see. Yeah, oh, <laughs> definitely. You got to watch out for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you, you definitely are going to be someone that White Sox fans will need to keep an eye on because I can definitely see you in the big leagues, like, really soon, just, like, watching your video and just kind of uh, reading up on, like, your game and, like, like what you've been doing. So it, it, it's a, re- a really exciting uh, time. Uh, for for White Sox fans in general, the team is so good, and the future is just going to be brighter. Yeah, no, thank you, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, DJ. Yeah, <laughs> of course. So that was DJ Gladney of the uh, Cannonballers. Uh, part of the White Sox organization coming to chat with us this morning. Uh, again, thank you so much uh, for coming on, DJ, and hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you, you guys too. <laughs> 